Good afternoon. It's Monday, March the 13th, 2023. This is Hackers Podcast number 251. Let's go. And good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome to Hackers Podcast number 251. I am your lovely host, Gummo. And I'm Crash. And here we are both again to entertain you with the most edutainment value your money can buy, which is edutainment. Edutainment. Which, which is, is zero, right? Because you spend zero dollars yeah. to get here. Which is the best not price. Us. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not us. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have to spend money to get here. But it's for a, a good cause. 99. It's for a good cause. Yeah, it is for a good cause. I mean, this cause, you know, this we've been, every time I do this show, I'm like, we've been doing this for blah, 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 blah. And I feel so like a, sort of, I don't know, it feels weird just saying, oh, you know, we've been blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, maybe it's just a you know, lick of accomplishment, you know, just, we've been doing this for years and it's free. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being like, hey, welcome back to blah, blah, blah. Man, we've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. Welcome back. It's free, y'all. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no subscription. No ads, nothing. Yeah. You know what kills me, man, is when, you know, when you see the whole, you know, like, subscribe for further content or not. You know, like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I kind of. I, I dislike I'm that. confused there. When. You know, like. You know, like, I'm really not into your content. Yeah. Like that, I'm, you know, but... For me, it really bugs me when I see that on, like, a news article or something. Oh, yeah, a you paywall. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, the New York Times is, is really bad for that. They have yeah. a paywall there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you want to continue reading our article, sign up for our bullshit service. Yeah, you know you can bypass paywalls by disabling mm-hmm. JavaScript. Yeah. Yeah. I, I but it's know. just an Did annoyance. Did I let that out? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no out. script is also a good little plugin if you if you want to use that. Yeah, it comes standard with the uh, T O R browser. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, and, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of paywalls either. No, they're annoying. Yeah, and yeah. and they really dissuade uh, potential pe- um, well users, I guess. Yeah, and there then you know you have those arguments, you know, oh well, you know, it goes to support blah blah blah, but you know. T- I don't know. And? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's right. usually my answer. I mean, and? <laughs> and? Yeah, that's why I didn't reply. You know, I'm just like, well, yeah. And uh, so uh, it's been, it, w- it was an interesting week last week, and now we've bled over into this week because yeah. we really did not take a break over the weekend. We kept going and going. We were like the Energizer bunnies here over here you know just doing yeah. our thing and making sure uh things don't fall apart 
true yeah i mean we're always working though we're always doing new things and you know creating new projects we need a vacation we do need a break we do and i i suggest and i'm going to throw it out there right now that you and i we take like a first class trip round trip to the maldives I like that idea. You like that idea. Yeah. And for that, we're going to and we're going to so we're going to go set up a GoFundMe, and we're going to go set up a, a um, you know, donate this and that, and and everybody's going to go fund our trip to the Maldives. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, we should go to the Maldives. Let's go. I mean, it's not a bad idea but to start a GoFundMe page. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just joking. We'll get to the, it's uh, just fun. it's kind of a funny thing because that's like such such a new age scam, but it's not really a new age scam. What you know, getting donations for shit that's really not a thing. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm what I'm saying. But I'm not trying to go into that territory. You know, tonight I am still. I will. Well, it, you know, <laughs> will have we ever asked for a dollar here? No, no, no. no. Well, I have once on one or two shows way back in the day. But that was for a, a, a little girl that needed some help and all That's that different. shit. Yeah. So, you know, um, wow, switching gears and just a crazy, it's been a crazy, what, 10 days? Well, ever since we've done this show last. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to confess that I've been doing as much research as I can to bring that, that you know, that bit of news to everybody here on the podcast. Hence the reason we're here on a Monday rather than. You know the usual Saturday Sunday. night thing because or you know Saturday Sunday whatever yeah right because I wanted to I wanted to watch a few situations unfold before I start you know commented on them because nothing mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than you know the whole talking head thing going on out there and oh yeah and you know and then you and then you're looking for the information that you know you know what 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 is real what is it is it was it generated by AI is this a, is this a bot is this real yeah, we're Has really blurring the checked? lines now with um you know with all these tools coming out. Uh-huh. All these generative tools. Yeah, yeah. AI. Yeah, you got AI. images. Yeah, like Such like a you, catchphrase. Yeah, like you said, we got you know, images, video, text. I've seen deep fakes uh, of shit that that's really crazy. Right. Um yeah. so I mean it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. And you know what's gonna be what <clears throat> pardon me. What's going to be the future of the internet, uh, unfortunately, is going to be filled with AI-generated content, thus creating, uh, you know, I don't know, I see like um, uh, a worldwide web, you know, like this continue, you know, the contextual world, the two-dimensional contextual worldwide web that we're discussing now, I see that becoming totally convoluted with AI-generated content to the point to where it's unusable. I is, think is, that, is that it's, is, it's too much of a scary forethought. No, no, no. I think that you're you're reasonable um, with your thought process, and I actually agree with it because it's already becoming like that. You have all of these AI tools and and um, content and whatnot. Yeah, and it's pretty distinguishable from what a human makes because the AI stuff, even though it's it can be amazing, it's it's using input from somebody you know from somewhere and humans yeah and Users, that's and that's not new all it's doing is rehashing the same input yeah, it's just making it sound human yeah and, yeah. And, and like yeah exactly like you just said it makes it seem human but it's yeah. not it's not actually producing new things it's just kind of you know mixing colors together for lack of a better analogy yeah that's the snail on the beach you know yeah. so it's 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 you know it's interesting it's fascinating it's fun it's new it's hip and all of that you know there's a new yeah. 
you know, it's her face and all of that. The, the way that I see it right now is that all it is is just an upgraded Alexa. That's all it is. <laughs> and then that's all it's really going to be until we get on with the whole silicon yeah. thing. But that's another discussion for another day. For sure. Have you ever been to anyone's house where they went, hey, Alexa, do this? No. I have. Uh, I have. Thankfully. I've actually went into someone's house before, walked in, and they're like, hey, Alexa, turn on the lights. Oh, and, wow. And, you know, it was just like the lights came on and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Smart home type deal. Yeah. And I was just like, man, come on. This shit. <laughs> what are you doing, man? You know, why is this shit? Yeah. And it was just... You know, it's because of the fact that, you know, now my conversation is being recorded with them from Alexa. Yeah. We turned on the lights. Yeah. I mean, I find that I find that uncomfortable. I mean, it is uncomfortable in my eyes. I think that the whole um, constantly listening and recording yeah. thing, even it's though they say that it's only listening for a keyword. Yeah, it's completely uncomfortable. And yeah. I don't like those devices, man. I, I mean, feel super weird when those things are around. I'm sure that most people at this point, at this point, have, <laughs> you know, had a conversation, I don't know, about like, let's say dinner plans or something. Right, Men Mention right. like... And then you get ads for it. Yeah, and then you get an ad for the specific meal that you were discussing. Yeah, you know, I like, don't like that. Whatever it is. I don't like that at no, all. No, it's it's kind of it's spooky. Yeah, I mean, it but it's it's spooky, spooky. <laughs> but it's not really spooky because we know what it you know what's going on and and yeah. how it works. Yeah, it's just that people are comfortable with it, and even though the whole like 1984, you know, don't don't let George Orwell. Yeah, don't don't let the you know the propaganda and all that shit, um, you know, fool you. I mean, it's it's been here. Yeah. So, but people just let it continue yeah and, and you you and you empower that continuance by turning on your power button every day yeah uh wow so much to go so much there's, to there's go. a lot to cover yeah so much to cover man last uh god i don't know yeah i, I have a thought you know i have a thought on you know like we, we've got so many areas of this podcast to cover tonight mm -hmm. and i wanted to talk about real quick um, the stability of the financial system, right? Because sure. a lot of people kind of, they kind of, you know, ping me and, uh, you know, they, they, a lot of people ping me and they ask for my financial, you know, insight, right? Because it's illegal for me to provide advice. And so, uh, you know, and so, you know, they're like, well, Gamma, what do you, you know, what do you make of uh, this? So there was a, a there, so there were several banks that collapsed last week. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, we were looking at about seventy-two billion dollars in uh, assets that were are in question uh, due to those collapses, uh, specifically uh, businesses that bank uh, with deposits of over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That these uh, banks have collapsed, and so it's come to my attention through you know that's why I've done a little diligence on the show here is to you know some of the companies affected by you know the the failure, uh, you know they're. They're not a lot, but, you know, it has a domino effect or it has a cascading effect, you know, specifically when, you know, uh, the clients that are affected by the, the, the Silicon Valley Bank um, implosion, so to speak, uh, you know, it, it has a trickle-down effect. And so we'll see how that goes. But I really don't see, uh, you know, quick, you know, I'm no freaking financial matrix or anything, but, you know, I don't see really any... Um, long-term issues coming from that i just think that's just basically the uh 
the the media hyping that shit up uh, into something to which it's uh, you know it, it's impactful. Yes, of course, and but uh, these these things are uh, situated uh, sorted out eventually, uh, specifically through government regulators uh, who have uh, since taken over the bank over the weekend. Uh, and, uh, wow. Yeah. And so, uh, it's, it's kind of iffy. Uh, I heard HSBC, uh, it bought one of the, uh, branches, uh, in London. Uh, and, uh, I also see a lot of, uh, shoring up to the financial system. Of course, are we surprised? And, uh, so I see a lot of that being shored up, uh, quietly, uh, from Wall Street, uh, from Washington to Wall Street on down to uh, Main Street. So, uh, nothing really, uh, you know, you know, and, and you know, it's interesting. Mainstream media is like, you know, recession, blah blah blah, this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, if you have the expendable, you know, I can't say that. Uh, but you know, uh, what I can say is uh, there are um, digital currencies like Bitcoin, which uh, everyone knows I have a few, uh, which I endorse, right? Because it's uh, remaining stable. Yeah. Uh, throughout the, the sequence of events that have occurred over the past several weeks, and uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> You know, Bitcoin doesn't know what inflation means. Yeah, yeah so well, it's, a, it's a digital currency, so it's, yeah. you know, it's... I think everybody knows what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that, that's that's a that's a thing. That's 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 interesting. So the bank, there's been some, some banks failing in the United States, and, uh, you know, it's there there will be a few more mom-and-pop uh, regional banks, but again, you know, these, these banks, um, these banks are normally taken over by government regulators during a failure and sequencing of events to where uh, deposits of $250,000 less are safe and secure. So, uh, you know, and then, and, you know, that's that, <laughs> you know, we can, yeah. uh, you know, I don't have time to go into a specific uh, theorem and all that cathartic shit on right. the financial system in the United States. I don't think we really need to go into all that theory. I don't want to go into all that. No. no I was just sharing that with all the listeners. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people, if not everyone, will appreciate the update and um, yeah. the reassurance as well. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Ha hacker, hackers, finances, you know. But, uh, uh. you yeah, know, nothing to worry about, folks, really. Uh, you know, nothing to really uh, trip out about uh, like right. that. Uh, and, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to really talk about some economics on one show, you know? Um, it, it really, it really, I really want to do that. Maybe get somebody versed in economics. Get yeah, that'd here. be cool. Have a section on it. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, last week, you know, uh, while working and all of that, you know, finally, finally uh, got got my mate hired as a CISO. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, put put it out there on the Twitters, which I'm, uh, yeah, I'll talk about later uh, <laughs> or in a bit. But uh, yeah, I got got him a job as a CISO. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, he's uh, he was actually, you know, I trained him about ten years ago in Chicago, and so, uh, you know, he was a network administrator and just worked mm -hmm. his way up over the years, and so finally, uh, yeah, yeah, help him uh, get get a job. And then you know, I got my uh, resume done as a CISO as well, and so, you know. Oh, really? Wait, so you, you revamped it and all that? Just well, you know, it's the first time I, yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking at the whole CISO thing, man. Okay, you know, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I come with a lot of baggage. <laughs> 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 I do. So, you know, I need a, I need my own office. Yeah, I, I'd like to Part, see that. That'd yeah, be cool. Yeah. I, yeah I need one, one of those office. window corner offices, you know? I need a corner window office. Yeah. And there needs to be a Popeye's within about a mile. <laughs> 
You got that it? delivers to the office. That delivers to the office. Yeah, Let's see. Nice. What else do I need? <laughs> An executive restroom. Uh, yeah, maybe. With a shower. Ooh, right. yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. You know, I, I work real hard. Yeah, that's need, true. You know, yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, you're, you're I don't want to use the restroom out in the hallway. No. No. And what else do I need in my corner office with a restroom and a shower? I can name a few things, but I think that'd be more. <laughs> a fridge. Uh, well, I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah full-size fridge. A full, I was going to say mini fridge, but yeah, full-size fridge. Full-size fridge. Not? Yeah, with an ice maker. <laughs> with an ice maker. <laughs> with options, too. Cute, crushed, whatever. Absolutely. And lots of furniture. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a ping pong table. And a ping pool tables are better, you know. Yeah, and ashtrays. Mm. Yeah, because you always smoke weed. I always smoke, yeah. yeah. So, you, yeah, because Crash is always hanging out with me, so... <laughs> I'd probably step outside. I don't think that would smoke in the office. Well, see, so in essence, people would be getting a two-for-one deal. Yeah? Yeah, there you go. Anyhow, I've <laughs> I finished that whole thing, and so I'm looking, you know, I don't know. No, I Let's think that's great, yeah. yeah. Um, Doing the whole looking around thing. Any specific projects that you're looking for or anything? No, not really. Okay, yeah. No. I mean, just whatever. Right on, it's yeah. It's got to be near Popeye's. Yeah. No, I think that's a great thing. I think that we need more <laughs> actual trained professionals uh, in the field. There's a lot of people yeah. that are, um, you know, that they say that they're like a CISO or a CISP or whatever uh -huh. it is, but the, a lot of them are just lying. And I think it's kind of disheartening because, yeah. um, you know, we, we actually need those people. You know, yeah. There's, there's a lack of um, experience and ex leadership in yeah. the field. And, and there's a lot of discombobulation because of that. Um, yeah. I mean, my official title for the past five years has been senior cybersecurity consultant. Right, which isn't So now bad, I want to change it to CISO. I think you definitely need to be CISO. A CISO. Yeah, that's yeah. what everybody's telling me. They're like, yeah. Gummo, you need to be a CISO. And I'm like, well, how do you become a CISO? I don't know how to do that. I, I signed up for LinkedIn, but I had to delete it because I was getting creepy messages from people. Yeah. So I don't know how to do that. I've applied for a couple of them, but it, I don't know. Well, maybe one of our listeners will reach out or that, something. I don't you know. know. Who knows? I don't know. It's Any possible. Anything's possible. Anyhow, that's interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great position. I'd like to see that. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Hey, you know, last week, you know, let's let's get back on topic here. Yeah. Uh, you know, what last week was kind of interesting because during, during like, during like uh, you know mid what you know the evening television right in in mm. in uh, Russia, and I'm not kidding you. Uh, there was there was actually a um, well listen to this. Yeah, so what that was is actually it, the people living on the east coast of Russia, or in the east of Russia, rather, have once again been targeted in a television and radio hack, apparently suggesting that they had been subject to a nuclear attack. So that was basically a, you know, a, a nuclear attack scenario on evening television to scare in the daylights, the bejesus out of uh, the common people in Russia. I found that quite, quite interesting because what would have happened if someone took that shit seriously, man? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really hard to tell. It really reminds me of the movie War Games with the Whopper and all that, you know? It, um, yeah, just, War Games. Yeah, yeah because I've, I've it, seen that. It, yeah, because it, 
in the movie, it was a simulation between Russia and the United States of who fired, you know, rockets first and blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, it, it was a lot, there was a lot of falsehood right. in, in the movie, right? Like, because right. it was a simulation and, and I won't ruin the movie in case anybody wants to watch it, but what's the name of it? It's called war games. War games. I believe it's from 1982. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen it. Yeah, I have seen. Um, but anyway, yeah. Again, <laughs> the, the movie's about a, a simulated um, nuclear attack, and it's pretty much what we're describing, mm-hmm. um, except it's not like a computer doing it. It was a bunch of hackers, but uh, still, it, it's not the best of ideas because who knows who who could have saw seen that? Who you know what would have happened? So on and so forth. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you do in those situations, though? Oh, man, uh, it's hard to tell. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of panic and, you know, questioning of, well, what's what's really happening and so on. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and, and like I like we just, you know, t- touched on earlier with AI generating all kinds of fake shit in the yeah. future. Yeah, yeah. Something to be very scared about. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I'm getting, I'm closing in. I want to talk about Black Lotus. You mentioned that on a show or two ago. Remember that? Yeah, I think it was uh, yeah, the last paid. show that we talked about. Was it, it the last show? I believe so. The, uh, yeah, when we were talking about AI. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it shows you that I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really on point here. I'm on the clock. So what's up with that? Uh, let me see here. Well, I was going to get to that. I, should, I, I shouldn't mention it unless I want to talk about it. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where is it? There it is. This is interesting, man. And I wanted to take it a, a little step further. Um, you know, I'll share it with the listeners, and then I'd like to hear some more of your input on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. I got I to gotta do all this to get to the information. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a secure boot, but so this is a, uh, so the name of the malware folks is called black Lotus. Uh, and it's a secure boot bypass malware set to ramp up, uh, you know, operations more aggressively, uh, here in the future. Uh, it's the first in the wild malware to actually bypass Microsoft secure, uh, secure boot, even on fully patched systems. It will actually spawn copycats and copycats and available and it's available in an easy to use boot kit on the dark web. Uh, you know what this is is a firmware attack and uh, it, it it's really a devastating attack because you cannot get rid of this on um, you know on a reboot. Let me dive into a little bit more of it uh, because on March the first, uh, cybersecurity firm ESET published an analysis of the Black Lotus bootkit, which bypasses a fundamental Windows security feature known as Unified Extensible Firmware Interface, you know, or, or UEFI. That's the little message you see in the screen. Uh, secure Boot. Microsoft introduced Secure Boot more than a decade ago, and it's now considered one of the foundation of its zero-trust framework for Windows ecosystems. Uh, because you know it's re- you know quite honestly it's uh, it, it's it's rather difficult to subvert it, uh, but yet you know there's a lot of threat actors and security researchers uh, have been to tar- been targeting secure boot implementations uh, for more and more uh, good reasons lately, and it's because UEFI is the lowest level of firmware on a system. You know it's it's UEFI is actually responsible for the booting up process of of a computer and so finding a vulnerability in the interface code uh, actually will allow an attacker to execute malware before the operating system kernel. 
you know, in security apps and any other software can swing in, uh, can't swing into action because, uh, you know, it, it's really hard uh, or, or if not impossible to remove or from your system without a full uh, firmware flash or reflash. Yeah. And uh, even then, you know, it becomes kind of concerning. So I want to hear, you know, a few minutes of your thoughts on that, uh, you know. Because you know you brought it up last week, and I want yeah, to touch back on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as far as I'm aware, it it doesn't get into the actual hardware of the system. Now, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Right. So in theory, the only real way of getting rid of it um, is to just reinstall the operating system, which is pretty shitty depending on the situation. Uh-huh. You know, if you're um, just a, a home user or something, that may not be a big deal. Right. But for a business, that, that could be, you know, a, a big deal. It be a big deal with a lot of endpoints. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, that could take a lot of time. It could take a lot of resources and money and, and so yeah. on and so forth. So, you know, someone's got to do it. And, um so yeah it's a big deal but um anyway so the the real solution other than real uh, reinstalling would to be to actually create some sort of mechanism system uh whatever that actually does the same thing it installs itself before the os kernel and is actually monitoring beforehand and so on can i Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, go ahead. I was just curious. Uh, can operating system manufacturers uh, fix this issue? I mean, can they put can, can they fix this, or is that available in something later down the road? Do do we think that's coming? Or yeah, is it possible? I mean, I can't really give the solution offhand, but right. I can say that it is. Uh, you can secure it. Okay, you know, it is possible. Um, I mean, it's. It's, it's been secure this long, so it, it's only a matter of time before another version is, you know, re-rolled and... and so a, a rewrite is due More time. than likely, it's... Okay. I'm not exactly sense. sure on the details of it and, you know, what would be involved, but... Right. I know that it can be secured, um, okay. but it but it has been targeted, like in the article uh, it says, because I remember last year and the year before that, I, I was doing research with somebody and... They were actually on um, an Apple computer, and they were having similar issues, but with a, a different malware set, of course. Yeah. Um, but still, the the issue is still a thing. You know, UEFI is kind of um, it's vulnerable, but it can be patched or rewritten or rerolled or however you want to say it. And it's gonna and it's gonna be continued to be and it sounds like from you know the the way the article was written and the information that we received is that mm-hmm. it's gonna be conti- a continued uh, persistent vector into the Windows ecosystem. Yeah, and for Windows, it's kind of a, um, a a shitty thing because Windows has so much legacy code right. and there, there's so many mechanisms in Windows that allow an attacker to actually control the computer and to, to manifest themselves onto the computer. Yeah. Um, I, I've mentioned this one before, and a lot of people don't really think it's that big of a deal, but if, if it's utilized correctly, it could become a, a really big problem. Uh, but it, it's a thing in Windows called an atom table, and basically all that does is allows a program to share um, like data with certain parts of itself and other programs. It's kind of like having um, a data pipe, um, you know, inter-process communication kind of deal. But it, instead of it being an actual inter-process communication, it's, it's um, communication through the OS. So like you're setting data through the OS's 
uh, database, for example, and another program can go in there and be like, hey, oh, cool, um, I, I can use this data if it's available. Right. Or the program itself can come back later and be like, oh, I, I remember I set this data earlier and use that data. Um, but anyway, there's there's things like that on Windows specifically that, you know, just it can't be fixed per se because there wasn't really a bug to begin with. Right. And so these features are more or less being utilized in nefarious ways. Um, so again, like Adam Tables, the setting uh, malicious data content to be read by, I don't know, an actual legitimate process or something. And then you have now um, secure boot processes being um, manipulated and bypassed before the OS is even being initialized. Right. So again, I think that um, the solution for it would to be to create something that loads before the OS itself as well. You know, probably with e U EFI and all that shit. Right. Um, basically, where those other pieces of malware and code would be running and and strapping themselves into, because if you're if you're designing a security software solution and and kind of thinking the way that the malware creators are going to be thinking, then you're going to be able to protect things a lot easier because you're not really worried about, oh, I'm, I'm limited to this, that, and the other. Right, right. Um, because at that point, you know, the whole goal is to secure the system. Now, how far you want to go with that, you know, is, is really up to whoever's making it um, and whoever's installing it, really. And I, I suggest that a lot of these solutions be open source too, because you know it'd be kind of in my eyes. I dislike having closed source software solutions on my system. You know, it's one thing to have like payware that I can disassemble, and you know, it's not obfuscated or anything. But to have some super high end security thing that right. I, I don't even know how it works. It's it's a little sketchy, but. Again, you know, and, um, having a keep like it some, safe, yeah, keep it safe. You know, preload security tools before the OS, um, all that shit, all that kind of stuff. You know, having NVDIMs, having HSMs, uh, shit like that. Lock that it can, down, folks. Can really help. Lock it down. So yeah. Hey, real quick, if you have an air gapped system, you need to remove the microphones and the uh, the speakers out of those air gapped machines. Yeah, I don't know why you keep all that shit in there to begin yeah, with. Absolutely, get rid of them. And I can get real technical and geeky and dorky on why you need to do that. I mean, if you can't remove them out of your air gapped systems, at least cut the wires to them. And if you can't do that, at least go through the system and completely dismantle the drivers and everything that connects to that kind of shit. Yeah, you, well, you know, on this particular issue, you, you're going to need to physically disconnect. Oh, okay. And, and, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, and I can get into it, but uh, basically, it's called a Casper attack, and it was it was a Casper attack is basically a an attack which uh, targets air gapped machines and systems, yeah. and it it gives a wonderful connection rate of 20 bits per second, but that's enough to do damage. And so that's enough to gain credentialed access to some I of mean, these systems. I mean, considering that there's been um, <laughs> yeah. malware in the past that have taken down computer systems with one packet, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's a thing. And uh, just, folks, if you have air gap systems, and I know a lot of people that listen to our podcast literally have air gap systems. If you have an air gap system, uh, d cut or remove the speakers and the microphones out of those systems. What else we got, man? I got so much crap on the on the on the uh, thing here, man. I've got. Let's see. <laughs> Listen to this. This will give you this. Will, this will give you a little sense of comfort, folks. 
the ransomware group who goes by the name of Indrick Spider. Does anyone remember them? Nope. Or Double Spider? Nope. Or Grief? Nope. Yeah, me neither. But they were responsible for uh, attacks on the UK's National Health Service in 2017, which actually uh, culminated in uh, a lot of problems, you know. But uh, recently, last week, German and Ukrainian police raided the homes of individuals linked to this from uh, particular cyber crime group that stole you know millions of dollars from large corporate companies and organizations over the course of several years the authorities of course worked with europol and the fbi uh to investigate the residents of members of the hacking group which often goes by the names indrick spider double spider and grief uh you know and so i can go on and, and you know present what they've done in the past and all that but it was you know they uh, attacked a um they attacked a hospital uh, about two years ago in Dusseldorf, uh, Germany, and uh, you know they, you know these groups come and they go, but this particular group was attacking hospitals uh, specifically, and which which is, you know, kind of dubious, man. You know when yeah, that's not cool, man. Yeah, it's completely lame. I mean, you know, there's there's one thing, and then there's another. I mean, you know, and there's. You know, if you don't have if you don't have any scruples, man, you'll be called out on that shit one way or another. And so, I, I was disappointing to see that happen back in the day, but yeah. it's good to see these uh, these people get caught. Yeah, it sounds like they were cashing out, or they you know they didn't cover their tracks well enough. Yeah. Well, hey, so, it'd be like that. Sucks to be them. <laughs> <laughs> hey there's more shit man and i just keep and like i said man i keep going through shit and going through yeah, shit. yeah we'll keep going yeah there's more shit and and this it's called uh netwire and it's called it's a remote access trojan and this uh you know it's it's really interesting because uh i don't know you should do your own research and find out how dangerous it is but be careful of that because it has a lot of dangerous endpoints to it it's called netwire i don't want to get in all that cool geeky i don't know it's too weird but no i think i actually in in the in my fast pace to get through all of this i actually cleared the uh show notes here no damn. i'm just curious There's when one more when the turn when the when the uh t for in rat became trojan instead of tool because i remember when i was coming up you know <laughs> writing rats looking at rats and all yeah. that um, you know, they were called remote access tools, not yeah. Trojans. And I think it's kind of annoying. I think the movies may turn it into Trojans. It's such an annoyance because it's not, it, it was never called a remote access Trojan. It was a remote, remote access, access tool. tool. Yeah. And that shit pisses me off because I remember writing socket servers and clients and shit doing the same thing. Yeah. It's like, all I'm doing is it's, I'm writing a tool. I'm not writing a fucking Trojan. <laughs> yeah. That's way back in the day when like yeah. Steve Gibson was discovering that shit with his shields up tool. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck Steve Gibson. Why are you making this shit? This shit was funny, man. I kind of miss the old days, but at the same time, I'm happy to see what's going on now. Me too, man. I like that shit. It's always good to see progress. I think that's a good thing. But oh, hey, yeah, I want, I want to get. I did want to give a you know, listen. It's it's a it's not even a plug. It's a shout out. And it's to Steve Gibson, uh, GRC.com. Uh, he he is the author. He's he's madman. He's crazy, but he's actually someone who I actually respect uh, because he he really knows what he's talking about, and he's the author of. 
Go ahead. You have some accolades for this young man. No, I was just going to say I I, I agree. I think that Steve Gibson's great. Yeah, yeah, and he created a program called Spin Right, and he's working on a new version, which I'm excited about. Yeah, 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 it's testing it now. Yeah, it's for SSDs and other things (laughs) as well. So yeah, because the the old Spin Right was yeah specifically for magnetic discs, I believe. So you know, old school HHDs or HDDs, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I mean. Um, that's someone who you can get behind because you know this man literally spit. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna say anything more about Steve Gibson. He's awesome, fucking badass. Uh, go to grc.com, check him out. Yeah, check out Spinrite too. Buy Spinrite because you'll need it. There, there's a plug for Steve. He didn't even know I plugged him on the on the podcast tonight. Hey, well, yeah, there right? it is. Well, I like the dude. Hey, anyhow, uh, I'm out of news articles. Well, you know, I, I kind of do want some uh, chocolate chip waffles or something. A so. waffle, are you are you suggesting a Waffle House I, adventure this evening? I'm suggesting a Waffle House adventure, yeah. I think well, maybe we should get out of here and go and get some uh, chocolate chip waffles. Well, you know, the rain is clearing up, you know, so I suggest that, you know, we could probably do that. Yeah, let's go do that. Well, yeah. I, all right. That was, well, you know, instead of that, why don't we go get some barbecue chicken? That sounds good, too. Yeah, right. I'm down hey, for that. Cotton's closed down. I know. I'm sad about that. Uh, it was a, so, folks. It was a barbecue joint that I've eaten at since I was a teenager. They they finally closed down last week. I was really disappointed. Yeah, I'm happy though that I got to have at least one good meal there. Their their loaded fries were absolutely amazing. Yeah, you did. You got the loaded fries. Yeah, man. Lots of memories. Yeah, but hey, it comes, it goes. You know, it's easy to go. Uh, yeah. So, folks, if you if you're not aware, uh, if you haven't realized it, I've really slowed my Twitter activity down to nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine tweets, and it's 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 it was it's kind of a cute way of saying, hey, I really don't want to you know be on Twitter that much, you know, unless I really have to, and so, you know, if I have to be on Twitter, I will be, you know, but uh, it just takes up too much of my time, man. You know, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah, see yeah. the people that follow me and, and at me and message me and all that, but you know, just kind of taking a taking a, a a rest from that for now. You know, it's become too overwhelming. You know, you're getting, getting all these messages and people yeah. people catfishing you and shit, and you know, it's just too much for me right That's now. That's why I don't so. fuck with it too much. Yeah, and you know, I, I figure I, I figure at this point over the past several years that or for the past many years that I've put enough information on my Twitter for you to find the information that you need for the questions that you, that you have. And so I'm going to hold it right there at 9,999. I think that's a cute number to stick it. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I do have my other Twitter account though. So I was over there posting memes and shit. All right. So let's get out of here, man. Let's go get some blueberry, blackberry waffles, chocolate chip waffles yeah, and yeah, yeah. some barbecue. All right, let's fuck it. We'll let's get, go. We'll get about, uh, folks. Thank you for tuning into the show. Uh, hopefully, some of the information that we provided on the show was useful to to you tonight. You can still follow me on Twitter. I'm there. I'm never. I'm not going anywhere. Twitter.com forward slash gummo g u m m o x x x on the web at hackers and neverrain.org. and you can also email me at gummo g u m m o at hackers Right. Yes, I know. It's like it's like an introduction, <laughs> you know, on a Rocky show. You know, the yeah. king of sting, the power oh, of wow, oh you know, all that shit. All I gotta right. say. All right, we're out of here, folks. Bonoche etiamo. Thank you very much. I love you very much for listening into the show. We will see you next week for show number two hundred and fifty-two.
Good night. Peace. Immigration to the trap. Generations to adapt. Life sentence in my lap. Navigations overlap. Still on pace and won't relax. Invitations to relax. Inspiration through the raps. Watch what I say on the track. Statue the limitation on my back. Investigations coming up. Interrogations never crack. No chiropractic. Back a rack with the keys. Benjamin's in the backpack. Ian patient off the jack. I made a meal for each year of education that I lack. Faded in the back till I fade to black. Bitch, I'm waving to the max. Four Arabs in the truck. Location on the map. No patience for the fuck shit. Ovation when they clap. Got pale by the pale. Sarah Pellin in the trap. Making sales out the back. We still mailing out the packs. They still selling on my way. Piggybacking off the rest. Biggie told me how to snap. Drugs working till I tweet. Bloodthirsty on my beast. Birds are surely in the seat. They go for 30 and up. Dirty, dirty in my cup. Can't get dirty from this mud. Never early if I'm up. Black suburban in the cut. Wrapped up. Go yard shook like a turban on my skull. Oh. Immigration to the trap. Generation to adapt. Yeah.